0: This podcast is brought to you by Gorilla Podcast Syndicate, powered by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab. Kangaroo Fern is Australia's independent video and podcast management agency with a mission to help individuals and entrepreneurs to start their own podcasts and harness the power of podcasting. A Kangaroo Fern production. A Gorilla Podcast Syndicate. Samutsari Conversation with Mimi to connect with other women who may need someone to talk to around everyday life issues and challenges, from managing career and household to inner productivity, relationships, and other hot topics. Samutsari Conversation with Mimi.
1: Hello, and welcome to Samotsari Conversations with Mimi, a podcast featuring hot topics and other topics of interest for men and women alike. We feature guests on the show um, who share their passion and commitment to their profession or talents or to talk about something that they're currently doing or working on. And sometimes it's just me talking about a specific topic. Here at Samotsari, we share stories to inspire you stories from ordinary people who make extraordinary things. And in today's episode, I will be bearing my soul to you guys. I will be uh, doing some TMI, too much information. Um, I'm not sure whether my family will be happy for me to share this, but uh, there's nobody to interview. Um, In fact, I would like to share a personal experience with you today. So I hope that my family will forgive me for blurting it all out uh, for the whole world to to view or see or hear about. And this story is about online scams. Okay, So in short, have you been victimized by an online scammer? Have you been um, trading, buying, selling uh, things online and you've been a victim of a scammer? So this episode is all about online scams, and I am not so proud to say that I have been a victim of online scams or online scammers, and that is the reason why I decided to do an episode about online scams because, um, you know, online transactions, buying things online are definitely um, not an Uso anymore, but this is a part and parcel of our everyday lives now. Um, For example, if you do Uber Eats or Menu Log or any food delivery app, you are already transacting online. Um, If you're buying from, um, for example, eBay or Amazon, those are also examples of online um, selling platforms, online buying platforms, or more commonly known as e-commerce. I've also sold items online just to give you an idea of who who my profile is. Um, As an online buyer, I buy and sell items on Facebook Marketplace. So any secondhand item that I don't need anymore, I sell it and somebody meets me, meets up with me or picks up the item from my house, and then I get paid in cash to do that. So it's a good way of reusing, recycling, um, some of the things that you don't need anymore that can be used by other people. And at the same time, I have bought items from eBay, from Amazon, um, and from companies that have e-commerce. So I am active in the online space. Are you a podcaster who's getting frustrated because your show results are not in your favor? Are you losing hope because you feel like podcasting doesn't help you generate income? Are you a podcast service provider who is struggling to meet your client's expectations? If yes, head on to www.podkai.com. Book a call with the founder of Podkai Media, Kai Villanueva, and get clear and proven strategies to earn through podcasting. Therefore, I have a level of trust in an online buying and selling scenario. But like I said, I've also been a victim. So today I'm going to tell you um, stories of my experiences about online scams. And I will also tell you specific ways by which you can warn yourself or prevent yourself from being a victim based on my experience. So, my first story is about. Um, a cell phone, a second-hand mobile phone that I wanted to buy for my son. He w- was not confident in doing online transactions, so he was looking for that item on Facebook, and I was the one that was transacting on his behalf with some sellers. We found one phone that we really, really liked, and he he said he it suits his budget, and, and that money was from uh, his first job, so he's proud to be able to buy something out of his pay. Um, And so we thought that it was a good deal. Um, We put some money, the the seller said, okay, in order for me to send you this item via Australia Post or via the post post shop or post office, um, she asked for the money to be deposited into her bank account. So we, unknowingly trusted this person to to um, organize the shipping of the item to us Um, and then all of a sudden our money is gone and the phone didn't arrive to us so we followed up days on and she blocked us on Facebook so we, we were not able to talk to her but we were able to save screenshots of this person's Facebook account so because she blocked us. I've asked some of my other friends to message her um, outside of my own Facebook account because I've been blocked, Um, but she didn't respond. And then I decided to go to the police and report this as online theft or fraud. And I even called the local post shop where she apparently resides just to check if Somebody had sent to us some to my address a mail because, because this is online, all the mail that are coming in and out of post offices they they keyed in the computer so that they can generate a receipt. But they traced it during the week that we we should have uh, received it that there was no mail being sent from that little post office in that little town going to Melbourne. So now that we found that out. We went to check with our local post office to see if there's any mail that has come for us. And lo and behold, that confirmed our suspicion that it was a scam because there were also other people waiting for cell phones to arrive but haven't been delivered. So I realized that I wasn't the only one that was a victim of this scam, but there were other people like. So that was my first experience of an online scam. My son was so devastated about that. It was his hard-earned money. And I have agreed to help pay for the second phone that we will buy for him because he lost some amount of money and it will take time for him to.
0: Your podcast journey starts here. Take the first step on your side. Hustle with us. It starts with a great domain. Get your podcast web host with Beard and Coffee at www. BeardandCoffee.com.au or find us at Facebook.
1: Save for another one. So I said, okay, I will top up whatever money that you have. So this time we still went through Facebook, but we made sure that we had a personal meetup with the person selling the phone so we can have a look at the cell phone, check it out, and then exchange money um, with the person uh, you know, in person rather than relying um, on an online transaction. So that worked well. So you would think that a person like me would learn from that experience. But I told you, I am the type of person who is very trustworthy, uh, you know, trusting. I'm a bit trusting. And I always think that there's goodness in people. So they won't, hopefully they won't scam me again. But um, a year, And a half later, here comes another scam incident. So again, this involves my son. For some reason, it always involves my son. It's now um, his time to purchase a car, which he will need for his work. It's not a brand new car, it's a secondhand car. We were looking at different car websites for selling secondhand cars. And for that same model of car that he really, really liked, the prices are different um, depending on which website you are um, looking at. So I volunteered to look for other websites because him and his dad were looking at one particular car, which is maybe three or $4,000 more expensive than the one that I found. So I, I messaged, emailed the seller, um, and this seller um, said to me, Thank you for your inquiry. I am not in Melbourne anymore. I've just been transferred to uh, the Northern Territory because I work in this industry. He said he's in the army. He he had to move and bring the car to um, Northern ter- Territory with him, also in Australia, but in another state. So he said, if you want, we can organize for the um, purchase of the car. Um, if you really want to look at the car, I can have it sent to you in Melbourne, but we need to put in money into a certain account, which is an escrow account, like a third party account. These are the same people who will ship your your car. And if you like it, you just let them know. So they will transfer the payment to his account, but this third party will hold the money first. But if I decide not to take the car and I don't like it, this third party will again, send the, the money back to me and bring the car back to him. So I thought that was a good idea because um, there was a third party involved. It's supposed to be a transport company, but um, it turned out that that company was a scam. <laughs> so I don't know if this person is a scam or the company was a scam because um, I, I went ahead and paid again through to bank transfer into a nominated account that this person sent And we went to the website and saw that the the item was being uh, tracked and we know where the car is supposed to be. Uh, For example, if it's already traveling from one state to another, if if it arrived in a warehouse, when the day um, we expect the car to arrive at our property, those details were already there. But for some reason, um, after two or three days, um, the website seemed to be not working like the links were not working it was not updating I was trying to send messages emails and phone calls to the company but I couldn't get through then all of a sudden and this is the reason why I started to get nervous was when I realized that somebody was trying to ring me they that he was also a buyer from that same person uh, using that transport company third party company to to ship the the car to him I thought he was buying the same car as we were So that was my red flag, number one. But he said, no, I'm buying a different model of a car, and it was a more expensive car. And this person lived in Perth, which is another state. So apparently, um, based on my conversation with this other person who rang me, thinking that I'm the third uh, party, the transport company, he was actually um, looking at the same website that I was looking. But. The number that he found was my number. So he rang me and I said, how could that happen? I didn't give you my details. So maybe there was a glitch in the system that um, my details were probably, uh, you know, accessed by him for some reason. So he said, well, I think we were victims of a scam because we're buying from the same person who didn't produce the car and he got money from both of us. That's what he said. And he's from Perth and i believed him because if he was also a scammer he would not say that to me and he was also in a process of complaining with it, with his bank and waiting for his money to be returned to him so then i realized that I, I almost died i mean i almost um had a heart attack um discovering that this is the second time that this happened to me again and i thought i had it um in the bag meaning i thought that i was able to Um, protect myself so um, because of that we went to call the bank and unfortunately the BSB or the bank details where we sent the money to is not a personal account of a person that the bank can trace it's like um, um, a third-party bank account again where different clients can use that temporary bank account to transact business I even um, did some investigation of my own where this bank account belongs to, um, it's based in Sydney, but they couldn't give me the details. So
0: So you want to start a podcast, or perhaps you've already started one, but you're still unclear on how you can actually make this podcasting work. No worries. That's why we're here for you. We are Gorilla Podcast Syndicate, powered by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab. Join our network, contact us at info at com because we're stronger together.
1: But the, the person whose name appears on the BSB or the bank details appears to be a legit person. But because I already asked the police to investigate, um, I couldn't contact this person because this person might disappear. But what the police told us, because my son and I went there to report online fraud again, uh, it could be two ways. It could be a criminal who took the car from the original seller. So it's not the seller's uh, fault. But I couldn't get the details of uh, of the owner of the car in order to contact him. Um, it could be a bogus car. Maybe the car that this person is selling is not a car for sale. And the police couldn't give me the details anyway. So Uh, Maybe the seller and I were both victims, that's what the police said, but in my opinion, I've been victimized by the seller and whether or not the car is stolen while it's supposed to be going to Melbourne from Northern Territory, um, I don't know. So the police were not able to help out, so I'm still waiting for the police to tell me what happened to that um, investigation more than a year now, but in terms of the bank, I asked the bank to retrieve the money. I learned my lesson again because they said that it is not a credit card transaction. So the bank is unable to retrieve the money on my behalf. So again, we lost um, several uh, thousands of dollars because of that. So my my interest in doing online work was uh, like buying and selling online was a little bit... um, I don't know, I shattered or for some time, I didn't really trust anything. Uh, But later on, I said to myself, I shouldn't be thinking about that. Um, These are experiences that may be uh, something that happens to other people as well. So it's not a unique experience to me. Although I felt really, really, really bad for my son again, because I need to find a way to help pay him back for the lost money, because I felt really, really, responsible as to why that incident happened, why he was, again, victimized. Um, The good news is um, he was able to organize another car with his dad, so the two of them bought the car. I was not a part of that purchase anymore. Um, They deliberately excluded me because there might be another scam situation. Again, they went to see the car with another seller, so they exchanged numbers with the other person. tested, um, they tested the the car. So they went and, and drove it. So that's the best way rather than just immediately buying a car. You have to do a road test. You have to see the car for yourself. So buy it in the um, traditional sense. So um, I have also been interviewed by a university whose study is about the mental um, health effects of online scamming. And I'm mentioned this to them. Um, I shared with them my experience. Um, They are in the process of developing a website to help people how to detect online scamming and what to do. So one of the questions they asked me is, um, what did I feel when that happened? And how did it make me feel when somebody else was involved? For example, my son was involved. So I obviously told them I felt bad. Um, I felt really cheated. I was really angry um, at how people can do this, how people can um, become con artists or scammers, how they can stomach this, how they are so brazen enough, brave enough, and um, really not caring enough about um, hard-earned money by other people. They they really are deliberate about what they're doing, and they really know how to do these things. So it really hurt me. Um, to be a victim of this, but
0: we are independent podcast network. We are Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate. Would you like to hear your brand while supporting quality podcasts? Contact us now at advertise at guerrillapodcastsyndicate.com.
1: I really want to share this because you might be in the middle of transacting with another person and you might want to double check The credentials of this person before you can even give them your money. So I think um, at this point, I would like to proceed with the next part of my my episode, which is how am I going to uh, protect myself uh, from being a victim in the future? So how am I going to share you some information? Um, I have a list. I have a list of some tips for you. Okay, so first of all, you don't really know if this person is a legit seller or not because they can be posing as somebody else, maybe uh, maybe create a fake account. Um, so one is if you are buying an item from Marketplace, you will have to check whether this person has been selling and buying through the number of stars or feedback or comment that they get from the community. So you will know if it's just a new new account or a fake account or a person who is established in doing that. So I have my uh, Facebook seller profile. So anybody who has bought from me will have a comment there. Maybe they have a smiley face. They will give me a star rating or they will give comments about my effective communication, fair pricing, uh, I don't know what else they could put there as comments, but that's another uh, one way. And number two, if you're buying from the website, for example, the car website, um, I have to, uh, my husband said to me, next time, Mama, if you're dealing with this website, you before you transact in the website, do a Google search or review of that website because it could be a legit website, but all the sellers there are bogus sellers or it could also be a bogus website in the first place. So seek um, preliminary investigation by Googling them, the business that you you want to transact with or find this person on Facebook or find this person on LinkedIn or any other means of finding out the identity of this this person. And the third um, suggestion is go to Google um, online scam alert uh, pages because sometimes they have names of people there that have been reported as scammers. I haven't done this, but um, I have done the scammer thing for some other purpose, not for this particular examples that I've given you, but I was able to trace a person and I found that he was a bogus person, (laughs) but that's for a different um, situation, not buying and selling. But there are websites or uh, web um web pages that will alert you in terms of the new modus operandi or the the new um scam um what do you call that Sc- scam schemes <laughs> or 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 what people are currently doing um just to give you an example i'm still selling some items using gum gumtree is the australian version of um, Trade Me in New Zealand. I don't know if there are other secondhand um, item uh, websites um, out there, but definitely um, Gumtree is the one that I'm doing. So I posted items for sale and immediately I got responses from people um, asking me questions about the item. Now I copy pasted some of the, the exact words or paragraphs that they have sent me and I went online to check if those are scam messages. And lo and behold, I found a number of um, instances in my Google search that these are the um, current wordings or how scammers talk to you as a seller to get your details or to pretend that they're buying your product. So now I know I'm more careful. So even if I'm the one selling I'm still careful of who I'm selling it to uh, because the questions are a little bit uh, unusual compared to people who just want to ask you questions about the product, for example, how they do it on Facebook. So what are some of those tell-tales, telltale signs that you are talking to a scammer? So this happened to me when we were buying the car and now I realized it was the same template It was the same recipe for disaster. Number one, they tell you who they are. Um, They might be working somewhere uh, overseas or in a remote island or um, because of the nature of their work. For example, this guy said to me, Uh, the one the seller of the car he he's in the army he's not supposed to be going out he's just been transferred to that base in northern territory so he's busy he cannot go down to Melbourne to beat me so this other guy said i'm working as a coast oceanographer we are always in a boat i don't have internet all the time so i cannot buy the item from you personally so what he's going to do and this is what most scammers will tell you they will ask somebody to pick up the item uh, and to bring it to them. And it's for a daughter's birthday, a son's birthday, a si- sister's birthday, the reason why they're um, buying those items. So that's the um, one thing that I realized. So why can't they come to see you? Why, 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 why do you want to uh, buy an item if you can't even look at it in the first place? So they will ask you, what's the size? What's the color? Are there problems with the item? Um, Normally, if they've seen your photos, they could see if there are um, rips or stains or or anything that's wrong with the item. And you will also post it and uh, describe what your item is. So the fact that they're still asking, maybe there's something wrong with it. And the second thing is they don't like um, third-party apps or third-party merchant um, services, for example, PayPal, or um, you know, go through credit card transaction. They want to get the bank details straight away because they know that once the money um, gets to them, there's no way that I can, um, you know, um, chase it up. But the funny thing about this Gumtree inquiries that I got, there are two of them. They want me to give, they are asking me to send them my bank details. Um, it would be normal to assume that you are to give them the bank details because I've had experiences before where I've given my bank details to those persons and they do send me the payment. And after sending me the payment, that's the only time I arrange to ship the item to them or to organize to pick up. But in this scenario, they want to get all the full details. So I, I was a bit worried about that. So I know now how to deflect. So I told them, Oh, there's another person waiting for this item. So please wait until I confirm with you that I can give you the item or not. So at the moment, my Gumtree transactions are on hold because of of that red flag. Okay, so we talked about um, going to different websites to get reviews. um, And please, as much as possible, um, don't make it a bank transfer. If possible, do PayPal because PayPal can... um, facilitate a refund if they know or you report that it's a scam. Um, and then go to other scam websites to check the identity of the person or for a similar situation. So just uh, for your information, you, you can you know um, tell if it's a legit person or not. Um, and then um, if, you, if there's a credit card um, facility, that you can go through the credit card so that the bank can also help change chase it up with the seller or the buyer, that's fine. Um, so those are my, my tips in order for you to um, minimize your chances of um, being scammed like me. So I'm a bit more careful now. And I still believe that the majority of the people that are transacting online are, are good people. I bought a lot of items this year because of COVID-19 online and um, there's only those few few dodgy ones that that still exist but it's still good to know so you won't be victimized like me and if you have um, any questions about my experience feel free to reach out to me Um, everybody knows my email mimi at dinosocial.com for our podcast Um, if you want to share your online scam experience please do because you may have a different experience from me and you may have um, worked around your experience in a different way, or you may have other tips that you can share that I haven't shared. So um, will this experience prohibit me, inhibit me, or discourage me from transacting online or buying things online? Maybe not. Um, I just need to be more careful because sometimes I don't have a choice, even for grocery shopping. I I sometimes go um, online and do it, and it gets delivered to me. But because that's a very reputable company, I am really confident that um, it will won't give me any problems. But um, sometimes, um, like what happened to me, buying a cell phone, buying a car, and now I'm selling stuff online, and people are interested in buying it, but they look really really dodgy. Um, I need to learn how to really. Uh, carefully communicate with them and transact with them. So um, I'm hoping that you learned something from my experience. I'm hoping that um, you will not be, become a victim like myself. And I hope that your opinion <laughs> didn't change after I've shared this with you. And I hope you're more careful when you buy things online. Uh, and if you are the seller, please be a very truthful and honest seller as well because i believe in karma and whatever good things you do to other people it'll come back to you in a good positive way anything bad you do to other people it will come back to you in a not so good not so positive um, maybe in a in a bad way so careful 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 and do your research um, Those are the things that I learned. So thank you for um, joining me in this um, online scam edition um, or podcast. Um, I really believe this topic is timely. That's why I was deciding, should I, should I share, should I not share? But I decided to share anyway because um, I really want to help you out. And um, I'm hoping that I have uh, imparted some valuable information to you. So if you have any other stories or topics that you wish to feature in the show, please reach out to me at mimi at DinoSocial.com. And guys, remember, Samut Sari is a member of the Gorilla Podcast Syndicate. There are other programs in the Gorilla Podcast Syndicate, you might want to check them out. Go to the Gorilla Podcast Syndicate website or Facebook page. You can reach out to me for any information. Um, if you want to connect with me, um, you can do that through. With the account and please don't forget to like and subscribe to my youtube channel mimi laurilla and look for some videos they are all in there and please when you do click on the bell button and click all so you will be notified of new episodes thank you very much for joining me and i'll see you in the next edition of Samusari. Bye.
0: thank you for listening make sure to visit our website at www guerillapodcastsyndicate.com where you can subscribe to the show in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or via RSS so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends. You can also join the conversation with Guerrillas RV We on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Please consider on making a donation to help us keep making the podcast you love. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. A Gorilla Podcast Syndicate Production Book a call at www. www.kangaroofern.com wwwk dot com.